Also, of course, tonight, Australians come in without having to do any self-isolation. So that is a big thing. But let's talk about people leaving New Zealand. We are staring, as I said before the news, down the barrel of an impending exodus of Kiwis overseas. Immigration officials expect between 50 to 125,000 New Zealanders will leave the country in the next year. This is out of MB. Now, it's not clear how many migrants they expect to come into New Zealand during that time to counter this. But you remember that Kiwi Bank recently predicted a net outflow of 20,000 Kiwis. You may remember also that this government has been talking about an immigration reset and numbers of only 25,000 coming in in previous years. Up to 70,000 came in. Anyway, so Wendy Hewson is a, recruit, a recruiter with Purcell Kelly and joins me now. Hello, Wendy. Hello, Andrew. How are you? Good. So we could have a big exodus. Are you seeing any evidence of this? I believe so. You know, for the past two years, with the borders closed, all of our um, customers and employers have had a problem of not enough recruiters, right? Not enough people for their organisations. And right now, we're now facing an exodus, I agree. Um, a recent survey we did um, looked at about 30% of under 35s going overseas in the next 12 months. I'm sure if we did that survey today, it would be higher. Well, this is going to have a bad effect, of course, on our labour shortages. Correct. Absolutely it will. I do see some Kiwis returning um, and people immigrating in. I, I do see that. But um, there are people that will appreciate the lifestyle, um, work-life balance, and that's important, we know. But I think it's going to be some time before there's any balance. Right now, we have got an issue that we're, that we're facing. Okay, so if we have 125,000 youngsters wanting to go, and they are young, and they're young, talented people, and they're wanting to have world experience, and often they do come back, and we benefit from this, and you can't begrudge them that. Goodness me, I did my OE as well. But if we have these 125,000, the point is, can we get people coming into the country to replace them in terms of, of, of potential? But are you I, confident of this happening? No, I don't believe we can. Not at the same rate. That's the issue. There's so much pent-up demand for travel from our young people. They've been waiting for two years to get out of the country. Now we've got almost a double whammy. And I just don't believe we're going to have enough people coming in. So it's going to be an unbalanced situation, at least for a while. Do you keep your eye on the immigration uh, settings? Yes, we do. So when I was talking about um, you know the immigration reset and the possibility that Labour might actually not want to have any more than 25,000, is that what you're hearing too? Yes, absolutely. It's just, it's not balanced, Andrew. That's our concern. We've already got high cost of living here. House prices, yes, may be plateauing, but they're still considered high. So, we, and we're also low wage. We can't compare with the Australian market. I think that's our biggest issue. The Australian market are paying, you know, much higher salaries. It's close, handy to come back and forth if anything goes wrong again with the COVID, you know, another variant. But I think we've got a problem, I really do. All right. Um, well, of course, we're opening the borders to Australia tomorrow. Plenty of tourism businesses, especially in the South Island, uh, are not operating because they don't have enough staff. So do we have a risk that tourists are going to come to half-shut towns and go home and say, look, I don't worry, going to New Zealand, it's, it's half-closed? Um, I think, uh, I'm not sure that will happen. I, I'm not, I'm hoping that that's not going to be the case. What I think, though, is even with the immigration reset, 
the cost to employ overseas workers um, is high, really high, with the new government um, uh, wage um, wage criteria. I think that's a mistake. I think the limitations are a mistake. I just I think we need a country that's going to start pumping, and unless we open the borders and it with more freedom. I think that's a number one problem. I think the second one is we all have to pay more wages, but then that, of course, is passed on to you know the customers. Yeah. So we're in a bit of a problem, I feel. All right, Wendy Houston, I thank you so much. From Purcell Kelly, uh, she is a recruiter, 12 minutes after 6. Here's a text I got during the news. Andrew, three out of f- our four kids will be gone. Uh, the two doctors could not get back in from Australia for the best part of two years anyway with a broken MIQ system, and now they've settled and working in Queensland, and our lawyer daughter is now heading away too. I know so many. Uh, New Zealand is going to be in a world of pain for a long while. SJ, uh, my son, 26 years old, engineer though, he says because so many people are retiring, so many boomers are retiring after the COVID, a lot of opportunities are coming up here in New Zealand, but there aren't anybody to replace the, the lower level and intermediate engineers. So we're in a very complex situation.